All right, the final game of the regular season is in the books. Merrimack defeats Vermont by the score of 4-1. to one. Scott Bork is with us, the head coach of the Warriors. And uh, this last game, you only had the one game to focus on this week. You guys got off to a good start in the first period with the two goals, and you really never let up after that. No, I thought our team uh, stayed on t- on task today, and um, you know, disappointed last night that you know the way that things shook out. We weren't really playing for as much as we had hoped to be playing for. Um, but you know what? We have a really good group of guys. We have unbelievable leadership, and uh, getting the second place matters. And, and it could matter if we're fortunate enough to to move forward, and it will really matter. So, um, yeah, no, it was a really focused team today. I was really really impressed with our leadership to get us there. It also matters because for the first time in 34 years, I mean, this is the highest that you guys have finished. Um, while you still have, um, you know, much more to go, much more of the season to go here, uh, and much bigger things to try to win, that it still seems like something that this team can, you know, put in its back pocket and be proud of. I, I think, uh, you know, for Jordan Seifert, who was here at the very beginning, for the entire senior class who said yes to Merrimack uh, when we weren't very good, um, I'm really happy for them, and, and I'm really happy for the school because the school invested in us and, and believed in us. And you know, you just, I'm happy for the band because our band plays their ass off for us every night. So I just uh, I think that it was a good a good um, kind of tribute to Merrimack College, and, and I uh, we feel it in the locker room for sure. But certainly, uh, the college deserves a lot of credit. How much of a discussion, if anything, was there after the game and, you know, trying to, like I said, you know, recognize what you guys have accomplished, at least to this point in the season? It was more discussion in, in before the game, really, um, because I had to, I thought I had to lift the guys up, knowing they weren't playing for a chance to come in first. Um, but so we talked about it a lot in the beginning. Uh, after the game, it's like, hey, we got to, you know, next weekend we're going to play a great team. Um, and we got to be ready to go. So I think our guys are pretty focused on that. And you know what? Uh, they take a breath, you know, a sigh of relief, and they got through this game. Um, end up in second place, I and mean, that's a hell of a year. We were picked ninth, I think. And uh, really, I just, I really am proud of our team. Really, people have asked me how I feel. I, I'm just proud to be their coach. We, these guys played their ass off, and these guys went through everything to get to this point, and that's pretty impressive. Let's talk about this game a little. As we said, you jumped out to a 2 nothing lead in the first period. First goal comes, you guys forced a turnover in the offensive zone, uh, and the that line again, the Macaponi line scores for the scores the first goal of the game for the, I think it's the fifth game in a row now that they've done that. Yeah, you know, I think it is too. And, and uh, you know, three really good sticks. You know, three guys who play hard. They three guys who play hard together. Uh, all three of them touched the puck until Alex just stuffed it at the end. And you know, I just I really. Um, that line, which was a catalyst at the beginning of the year, uh, we got away from it in the beginning of the second half, came back to it about a month and a half ago, and since then they've been lights out. And it's uh, three really good players, Maddie, Otto Ville, and Alex. You know, they can all play the game very well, and they all share the puck, and they, they move it, and they see the rink pretty well, so that's what makes them dangerous. Uh, Otoville Lepinen was our worry of the game tonight. It feels like, you know, those, while those three guys have been going well, like the other two guys have gotten some attention. Otoville maybe, you know, earning his, and especially in the last few weeks. But what did he do tonight? What has he done in general that has really made that line as good as it is? All he does is work. You know, his effort on every game, every shift, every puck is, is elite. Uh, he does the little things. Uh, he's an extremely mature player, which helps those guys. You've got to be smart to play with them, and he's very smart. Um, and I think he just, he's the driver, you know, and uh, you need other great players, but he's driving, and it makes them better. And I think uh, they really appreciate that as well. 
the goal that made it two to nothing. Uh, ben Barr scores the goal later on in the first period. Uh, you know, again, a chance I think where you guys created a turnover and were able to score a goal. Yeah, I know they made a really good play too, and I thought that. Uh, you know they they were really good tonight. They couldn't buy a goal. Like that, that line had probably four chances in the third period that were point blank. On the power play, I thought they were excellent. Um, they just couldn't you know get one by them. And uh, but they they made a lot of good things happen today. And they played offense most of the night. Um, three very again three very good players, and um, they work really hard. When you get that kind of skill and you work that hard, that's a good thing. I thought the first period, as much as you guys did a lot of the things that you wanted to do, I think you had a 7 nothing edge in shots at one point. I mean, you really, you know, puck possession was heavily favored, you know, heavily tilted in your favor there in that first period. Yet the second period, you know, you come out, and if anything, I thought you played even better in the second. Yeah, I thought that was actually one of our best second periods of the year. Uh, we were well aware of what happened on Thursday. They were down 2 nothing. They came back to win that hockey game. Uh, we didn't want to let that happen. We also knew they came back twice on UMass, down 3 nothing on the road. Uh, that team just works, and, and if you don't equal their work ethic, you're going to be in trouble, and uh, that's what we tried to do in the second period, and I thought we did it really well. And the goal that gave you some breathing room there, Zach Bookman, first of all, a, a nice play by him to tap the puck back to the point, and then Matt Capone had to get there to keep it in the zone, and then Bookman finds some space in the middle and scores the goal. Well, the final thing is, I, you know, Bookie obviously made a very, very nice play. What I love is the fact that Macaponi was working above the puck, and uh, you know that was a big play. It, it was simple, easy. Um, a lot of guys don't make that play though, and uh, he he did tonight, and our team did tonight, and that's why we were able to turn that puck back around. So you had the three nothing lead going into the third, still within striking distance. They score the goal. They had a couple of chances there in that third period. You know, they're really pressing to try to get back in the game. Isaac Walters, a pretty good uh, player, you know, had, had a good opportunity, and uh, and they end up scoring the goal to make it three to one. But then you come back with a goal less than a minute after that. Uh, Hugo Eslin steps in to score the goal off a cross ice feed from Christian Felton. Yeah, that was a great play by Christian, and uh, you know it's funny because he, uh, Hugo was kind of rotating with Mark Hillier, and, uh, but having the right stick on that uh, right shot on that side of the net was huge, you know. And he ends up putting it in, and it's it's so well deserved. It's the last regular season game. He's a senior. Uh, Hugo has done everything for our team. Um, he's a wonderful young man. He's extremely successful, uh, but he also he's a guy who contributes to our team Monday to Thursday, whether he's in the lineup or out, and uh, he just. Not a lot of guys who do that as, as consistently as he does, but he's really good at it. So you win the game 4-1, to one, uh, last game, as, as we mentioned, of the regular season. You finish in second place. You've won the last five games here. As you get ready for the quarterfinals next Saturday night, how you know how much of what you wanted to do tonight did you do you feel like you did do to prepare for next week? Uh, you know, I thought we the thing that, that Vermont does is they make you play fast out of your own end, and I thought we did that. Um, you know, and I, I think that we're, as far as next week's concerned, we have no idea who we're going to play. I know it's going to be a really good team, you know, and it's just going to be. And uh, we're just going to be ready. You know, we've got to be mature about our preparation, um, not giddy, not overhyped. Uh, you know, this is the first time Aramax ever hosted a quarterfinal, I believe. And we need to, yeah, we need to make sure that we're uh, just dialed in to play our best game. You know, there's going to be other factors that we can't control that, you know, something could go wrong with between the officials, the other team, the goaltenders, on the other team. You just never know. So we're just going to go be all about our approach, all about our process, and make sure we play our best game of the year next year and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I mean, with the single game, uh, you know, single elimination here, especially in the in the quarterfinals there, on the one hand, it's you know, one game, win one game, and you're on to the semifinals at the Garden. On the other hand, lose one game, and that's it. Um, 
you guys lost in that situation last year uh, to UMass Lowell when you thought that you had a chance to get there to the Garden. Does having played that game, does that help you in terms of preparation for this and to, you know, to make sure that you do come out with the best effort that you can get? Uh, maybe. I think the biggest thing it did is uh, we had played that Wednesday game, and I probably didn't fully appreciate how difficult that was going to be, playing Wednesday then playing in Saturday against a rested team. Uh, and they just overwhelmed us early, and you know, we got back into it a little bit, but not really. And I, I just think you know what we had to do to get ready next week was win today and make sure that we weren't playing. Uh, obviously, we had, we had clinched not playing on Wednesday, but that's a huge thing, you know. And um, our approach last year after winning on Wednesday probably wasn't what I would have done this year if we had to play that Wednesday game again. Um, but you know. Um, now we're just going to enjoy this one and uh, relax and give our guys a chance to get some good rest, and then let's move forward and try to try to keep playing. All right, thanks, Scott. We appreciate it. Uh, enjoy, definitely well-deserved. Congratulations again to you and your team, the highest finish that Merrimack's had in 34 years. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Really proud of our guys. Really proud. It's uh, been a fun team to coach. Um, you know, and, and uh, just before we finish, just... Well, I tip my cap to Josh. You know, I, you know, it's so, so sad he's not here with us right now. Um, his dad was here last week, and I think that uh, this team has his hands, his fingerprints, all over it. Um, so I'm just, I just wanted to make sure we recognize him because even though he's not on the bench with us, he is in our hearts with us. So um, I think in some ways I feel like we did it for him, but I know in a lot of ways we did it because of him. So that's a positive. Yeah, agreed. Well said. Thanks, Scott. We appreciate it. Best of luck next week. Thanks, Mike. Really appreciate it.